Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. About learning styles, how to support your child at home, useful fraction tool, living with Discoculia as an adult, and math in real life. This is our podcast for week 38 in 2019. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, it's always great to be here. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to get your perspective on our um, wonderful links. And now we have a link and it's talking about learning styles. What can we learn here? Well, uh, this uh, refers to a tweet from Dr. Daniel Ansari in uh, Canada who uh, points out that the whole so-called theory around people being either a visual learner or an auditory learner has been debunked and, and actually quite long ago. This, this is really true. It, it's, it's, uh, there are not specifically only visual or only auditory learning. So okay. please catch up on the research and, and you will find it um, time and again. Now, that it, it's actually similar to the old uh, theory that you have math people and non-math people. And research has shown that there is no such a thing. So to only teach children in a visual way, when they have shown a preference for visual learner, would not give them the benefits of the full exposure to other ways of acquiring knowledge. Um, what is important is to engage students using multisensory techniques. That is way more effective than selectively using one single pathway. And actually, it goes for all students having a uh, learning disability or not. Okay. Well, very good perspective indeed. Uh, so that's uh, a myth that has been debunked. Now, the next link uh, talks about how to support your child with learning disabilities at home. Yeah, and, and this is obviously very important because those kids need all the support they can get. And this is from News Hook. Uh, and their, um, their motto is changing attitudes towards disability. So, uh, okay. yeah, um, they're, they're actually the right way to work with children with dyscalculia is to have a team. You need to have a team. Parents, tutors, teachers, everybody should be on the same page. And you cannot expect uh, dyscalculia to be effectively remediated with one, two, or even three hours of tutoring a week. Um, there is more that needs to be done. Uh, and then without wanting to turn the parents into tutors yet. But you need to be on one page. Everybody... Oh, that's helping a student needs right. to know what it's the other one is doing right and we, yes. you need to talk about what is the next step Absolutely. and uh, this article from Newshook website gives um, some um, general ideas um, also like being a good listener to your uh, child encourage their talents um, every child is gifted in some way so let them shine in their own way right. um, and giving them new ideas and obviously never give up yeah a good read good our next link is a wonderful little tool from joe gibra mm -hmm. yeah it comes from joe gibra 
uh, and I, I love that program. They, they have a lot of intricate uh, math uh, activities. Uh, and this one is a nice interactive way of showing children how you can cut a hole, whatever the hole is, into various fractions. I, I usually start with folding and cutting strips of paper. Uh, or origami paper mm -hmm. uh, and making uh, fractions uh, themselves. So um, showing this is, is a really an important part of learning fractions and it's way more important than just giving them the rules about the, the same denominators and so on. So I actually spent considerable uh, time after that uh, playing with fraction pieces, uh, stacking them on top of the, uh, each other so you can um, see congruence, uh, congruency in the shape, which means that the fractions are equivalent. And um, I feel that they should do this before they start using the GeoGebra, but that, can, that program can definitely take them from there to the next level. Um, also, what I really like is um, asking students to draw fractions themselves. And then we can use our GeoGebra uh, tool uh, to check their, their drawings. So check it out. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscalculiaServices.com. And we're looking at the links provided on the website DiscalculiaHeadlines.com. Now the next link is about living with dyscalculia as an adult. It's a video. Let's see if we can listen in for a bit. My name is Josie Duncan and I have dyscalculia. Dyscalculia is a learning disability that affects the way that our brains process numbers. Because of this, it's often described as number dyslexia. However, this term is too simple because it affects other things such as your sense of direction and ability to read maps, your left from your right and your sense of time. So the combination of all of these things sometimes leads us to find simple tasks trickier and a wee bit more overwhelming than they ought to be. I'm a woman in her 20s who cannot read a clock and I'm a... Well, that's, uh, she's not from Texas, from <laughs> <laughs> the sounds of it. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, uh, Miss Josie Duncan does a wonderful job here by explaining what it means to an adult. She's not shy talking about her disability, which is absolutely fabulous, she owns too. It, absolutely. Yes, and she highlights that she's happy to now have the diagnosis and she reflects on the things that typically can be a problem for people with dyscalculia. Now, she also encourages people to remember that they are not alone. She also points out, she also points out that although learning disabilities are always thought to only affect children, that there is no shame in getting help as an adult. Absolutely. If you Absolutely. haven't got the help before, please don't uh, shy away it. from it and you can still learn. So great awareness here. And courageous to, to put it out. Thank you so much, uh, Miss Duncan. Yeah. Now, the last link, that brings us to the last link. The, I love it. It's math in real life. And that's something that I'm always very curious about. And here's someone who's going to demonstrate uh, how the Greeks figured out that the earth was round. And uh, I've always wondered how they did that. But uh, here's, a, here's someone who's going to point out to us. Let's listen in. It's a video. 
is a uh, map of Egypt. I've inserted two sir, obelisks, one up Alexandria and one down here in sight. Now, if at a certain moment stick casts no shadow, no shadow at all, that's perfectly easy to provided the earth is flat. If the shadow at Syene is at a certain and the shadow at Alexandria is the same length, that also makes sense on a flat earth. But how could it be, Eratosthenes, that at the same instant there was a shadow at Syene? Yeah, a very substantial shadow, Jeff. It's amazing uh, the, the the tools that they applied, uh, yeah, in the uh, in Absolutely. the Absolutely, these guys were brilliant. Yes, they were. So uh, they were already able to figure actually out the circumference of the Earth using these simple tools. And just uh, looking at the sun, the shadows, and and using their 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 common sense and their intelligence of how shadows work. Now, um, what you can see in the video here, if you um, go a little bit further, is that he makes an example and he bends this uh, map of Egypt. And then it's a lot easier to see if you have a lamp there with the two little obelisks that he had glued to the map that um, if the shadows in Alexandria and Zayin were so different, it can only be done if the surface of the uh, earth is bent. And that is what Eratosthenes concluded. Amazing. So he went a step further. Well, and the step is a, a, a nice um, uh, connection here because he actually hired somebody to step out step by step the distance between Zayin and Alexandria. I wonder how accurate that was. <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty accurate. Wow. He could also uh, calculate that the difference in the um, in the uh, obelisks was uh, seven degrees, and obviously the uh. whole Earth that is uh, three hundred and sixty degrees. Right. So when he had stepped it out. Um, it uh, measured uh, 800 kilometers. Right. Seven degrees is around one fiftieth of your total circle of 360. And he um, calculated that the circumference of the Earth uh, would be around 40,000 kilometers. This is amazing. Now, our current measurement is pretty close with. Uh, 39,840. That is amazing. Yeah. And Wonderful. The strange thing that sometimes between the Egyptian times and the Middle Ages, this knowledge apparently disappeared and people started again Thinking to that believe that oh. the earth was flat. So, And then we had another round of smart scientists who <laughs> made sure that we now know that the earth is round. These are my favorite links. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. These are my favorite links uh, when math is uh, applied in, uh, in real life. Yeah, if all math could be explained to children with real life examples That'd like this, so cool. they would probably have uh, not only uh, more appreciation for math, but they, they would understand it better uh, also. So thank you, Mr. Carl Sagan explained this, uh, this all. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for being here. We hope to see you again next week with a new set of links. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Disco Kuya Services. You can 
follow her everywhere where podcasts are and uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, now, Dr. Schroeder is on a mission, as I said before, to increase the number of dyscalculia tutors in the country, and therefore she has a fully online course developed for dyscalculia tutors, and you can get all the information about that at dyscalculiatutor.org. Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly is a production from dyscalculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at dyscalculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at dyscalculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.